0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the African Five Aside podcast. I'm your host, Meher Mizahi And as always, this podcast is brought to you by www.africasacountry.com. It's a website I highly recommend uh, in case you're interested in uh, anything on the African continent from social affairs to political affairs uh, and everything in between. Uh, today, I'm very happy to be joined by uh, Orico Costa, who uh, writes about, analyzes the Angolan national team, uh, mostly on, on X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, and you can, I will be pl- plugging all of his uh, platforms uh, in the description below. Orico, nice to be with you, man.
1: Nice to be with you. Nice to meet you. It's a it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here and and talk about African footballs. Yeah. So it's what bring
0: brings us together. To 100 percent, one hundred percent. we are also gonna see uh somebody from Algeria to speak to somebody from Angola? <laughs> but uh, but uh, let let me um. Let me get right into it. So Angola had, a, a pretty, I think, a pretty tough qualifying group with Ghana, Central African Republic, and Madagascar. Madagascar had very impressive results recently at Afghans. Ghana, we all know, are giants on the continent, and Central African Republic actually were quite close to qualifying themselves. Um, so tell me about that qualifying phase. Uh, how did you feel watching it, and how did Ghana look during the qualifiers? Yeah. Um... To be honest, I did feel uh that like I did feel like the
1: first the first feeling um I just I just had to turn on the 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 standings the final standings again just to remember as well um I think we did as well as we could have done um with not not exactly looking at the players uh that we had that we had available but looking at the organization in in itself uh, i think the fa is struggling to manage the 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 senior national team at the moment and things are not looking good on the organization on the organizational uh, side of things uh which obviously translates to the pitch but i I think we did we did quite well when we when you when we held Ghana at home uh, to to a to a one one draw. I think we should we could have won that match as well. Um, Ghana gonna themselves do do not look as convincing, and I think we could have probably fared better uh against Central Central African Republic as well. Uh, there were a few lapses in concentration uh in both in both matches, but we did. Fortunately, come out on top on on on, on both occasions, and in Madagascar away, I think they they they're a pretty competitive side. I think it's uh it was actually surprising that they didn't um make more do more uh, or uh, bring more of a challenge to the to the to the table. I can if if I can say that, uh, because I felt like them underperforming kind of eased our way into into. Into the championship. That into the championship, definitely.
0: You talked about the federation having some issues managing the senior national team. Could you give us maybe a little more details about that, if possible? Um, I mean,
1: as of re- as of late, there has been improvements. Uh, we went to 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 Chan, and uh, we did, we did, we did actually have a good a good preparation for it, and the, uh, despite the despite the poor results. Um, I think that the organizational problems just come with uh, being able to bring the best team available or the best, the best players available and to give, uh, both the coach and the team the best conditions to prepare for these, for, for these matches, which I don't think that are on par to what, um what other nations or what other national teams with the same quality of players are, are having, I feel like, I don't know if, if it's, uh, <laughs> due to lack of information as well, but I do feel like there's the, it's, it's been a pretty, pretty underwhelming, the whole, the overall investment in, in, in Angolan sport, to be
0: honest. And, and, I mean when we look at the squad, I think there were some there was a player that pulled out, yeah. Mbala and, and, and Zola, who I think is one of the star strikers of the of the Angola national team. Uh do you also mean like uh, there was also a player uh who I think was at the star at the Chen, uh right winger uh with the dyed hair? Yes, Who's also not selected if I'm not mistaken?
1: Uh in fact he got selected in he was Replay- selected. Oh, to replace.
0: The, the, okay, okay. So, is, is part of that like being able to convince the te- the you know players to come in and play in Cote Is is that some of the problems as well? Is it because the, why why aren't the players coming? Is it just a career decision, or are they not happy with the organization? Or
1: uh, I think Mbalanzala didn't did not come due to personal issues. I think he the the first news that were that were um I mean coming around were about him his place at Fiorentina being in, being in danger and him staying to 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 not lose it completely in this in this transfer window um which is kind of understandable from a, a career perspective uh to, to but only to a certain extent i mean the other extent is that is also do, uh, in regards to our ability to receive those elite athletes and I think we're we're bound to see that problem with Zito Luvumbo in, in 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 a few years hopefully not but uh, we have we we're starting to export players homegrown talent to top leagues and to top competitions and when they when they uh, so that when they, they when they but when they come back they might not find they they don't find the the same the same conditions to work and that's dangerous for their career especially
0: let, let me just ask you one final question about general angolan football and then we'll go on to the coach um, yeah, yeah. because you spoke about Zito Levumbo, and he was part of that talented under 17 generation with like Capita you know and there's even like a young striker Zini it seems like angola is producing a lot of young talent at you know over the last uh, 3 4 years do you know what that is down to? Uh, number one and number two, uh, yeah. What is the state of Angola domestic Angolan football at the moment? Because we see Petro Atlético in the Champions League, but other than that, we don't know much about the domestic league. We know Primero de agosto, of course, but what about the other clubs? Yeah.
1: Um. To be honest, uh, what that's the first as answering the first question, why how how did these players come about? Um, this is especially a result of. Uh, investment of of investments that were made in 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 youth football. There is the Angolan Angolan uh academy of football AFA um that was funded by by uh our late ex president uh Jose Eduardo Santos in t- 20 th- 2012 if I'm not mistaken. So ten years on we we're now seeing the 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 first big results of that of that uh of that of that investment and there's also primeiro do who is i think uh the other big academy or the other big investment in youth football uh that uh, has been producing uh, and, and exporting great talent since 2016 if I yeah so to, since 2016 that they've been uh exporting great great talent and uh, bringing great talent to the national team as well so that's mostly what's down to th- those are the two big investments and for the as for the rest the general climate of Angolan football they're still uh we st- we are still not exactly sure where we are as a, in general because there are good the, the the good things are kind of popping up in uh, popping up randomly there's not a specific pattern there's not a specific program which has led to this it's mostly just isolated investments uh giving giving uh giving it's it go, turning into profit basically
0: mm, i see so it's not really like a global vision with laid out yeah. you know plan of a yeah. b c d okay no. very good let's talk about the coach pedro gonzalez um he's somebody that i think has been in angola for almost 10 years now mm-hmm. uh, with the different youth uh, national teams and youth formations and, and now he's gone up to the senior national team mm-hmm. what kind of coach is he why did Angola decide to hire him and how has he been doing so far especially with the senior national team? Okay. Um Pedro Gonçalves is a is a is a coach with with
1: great history in the in the in the national team. He is uh, basically the godfather of this of this new generation of of players with uh, Zito Lubombo leading the way, capita all the all the all the guys that ended up going to to the under 17 under 17 World Cup were mostly even scouted by him. some of them were even scouted by him in in already in the when he was in the premier agosto setups um so this is something that was uh almost crafted this is a team that, that was a team that was almost crafted by by him and uh by to no surprise it played great it played great football they were very adventurous uh in possession uh they were all very very technical very the technical standard of that team is very very high for for what we have been used to um but uh things i think things are things are a bit things are looking a bit different for the national team uh i think he 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 made the jump i still feel like he made the jump to, to to senior football a bit too early and that he could have easily followed that 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 generation until he uh, until they effectively reached senior level uh, and it's 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 showing on the pitch i mean we can we can clearly see that what why he 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 made that jump too a bit too early um the football has not been convincing uh, the results the performances in general have not been convincing uh, we start games out really well with great energy, but then we just lack the consistency to keep it to keep it throughout the match, to keep the energy levels throughout the match. So it's uh, it's led to very inconsistent performances. We are currently in a uh, we could say a goal drought <laughs> as as of late. We haven't scored in three successive matches we have one we have one goal in the last five so it's uh it's been it's been quite quite tough to see that transition because we know it could have been it could have been definitely better
0: and, and is that why he went to maybe poach players like Lucas well or Helder Costa but the fact that they're not coming to AFCON anyways I mean that, that that's the thing with Angola sometimes I see like they have this pr- promising young generation yeah so i say okay so this is a young team but then i also see that they go and they recruit you know players towards the end of their career and i'm trying to see is there a coherency to all of this you know does it make sense uh, it? And- i did i was I, I did ask myself the same question
1: because there was a period in the first few years of his of his uh of Estonia uh he was in every call up he had a new he had new two three four name new names coming in and I just couldn't see the consistency, but after after a while, then he settled for a core group of players, uh, which is which is which is good, and they're actually quite consistent. uh, To be fair, but it's not. um, It's uh, it's it's what it's. I mean, it's a it's a pretty good reflection of what uh, is behind him, and not exactly entirely is yeah, I, see. It's I, see. I would not play him I blame him okay so let's it. talk
0: ab- sorry, sorry to cut you off man uh, yeah, let's talk about the probable 11 do you think you yeah. could name who you think is going to be starting for Angola uh, and maybe just a sentence or two on each of the players as you name them describing who they are and how they play
1: Um, I mean yeah Uh, we have tried Uh, to say that we have tried uh, at back three Thinking mostly thinking about uh the 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 Algeria game. I think I think since the since the draw the draw happened, we 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 have played a back three or variations of a back three. So it's most likely to be a uh, in goal. It's a he's a great shot stopper. Uh, he plays for Primeiro de Agosto and then in in the three centre-backs will most likely be Kielonda Gaspar our star defender at the moment very consistent for Estrela da Madura in in Portugal at the moment and actually uh, linked to a couple of clubs like Porto as well I think he's been linked to Porto Uh, Jonathan Batu he plays for uh, Valenciennes in France Uh, also I was probably almost experienced international at the moment. Uh, then Nuri Fortuna, I think, is a is a familiar name. He plays for is he plays in Belgium. Um, then that's the back three, and out uh, in the wing. Uh, for for wing backs, I think we'll have Pedro Tocarneiro on the left. Very good, one of my favorite players in 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 Giravola. Uh, then out on on the right side he has tried Lloyd Augusto who plays in 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 uh in Portugal another homegrown uh, who, who plays in Turkey sorry another homegrown talent as well uh and then in midfield he'll I think he'll he'll go for show uh Keliano and Freddy uh show plays in in Israel he plays for ludogras as well those uh, two are
0: very I mean we I always see them in midfields and for the last 5 6 years <coughs> yeah, freddy Show, yeah. sometimes here in Nielsen, but that's in gold's midfielders yeah, yeah 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 yeah
1: um that he has been he's been very consistent he's, he he was he was a starter in 2019 as well um and freddy obviously as all well, our, our other most experienced i think one of the most experienced players in the in the national team as well and then uh, keliano who's a fresh face and to be honest, one to watch. I think he's been very, very good in the last few matches. Uh, and I think he should, he he, he has earned uh, a start uh, in this, in this, in this AFCON, to be honest, at least for, for, for his form in the national team. And then uh, for the front two, I'll go for Gelsundala and, and, and Zito Luvomo. That's my, that's my suggestion. It might not, it might not happen. But uh, I think jelson Dala and to Luvumbo is the best pairing to go for at least against Algeria.
0: Two two very very talented players. Um, I I wanted to ask you then who is the star player? I have a hint. My hunch is that it's going to be jelson Dala. I mean, if you talk about somebody that's experienced, established, that has proven themselves with Angola, yeah. uh, who else could it be at the moment? I think right.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's the I think it's him as well. Uh, he is the top the top active goal scorer as well. Uh our most talented footballer to be honest. Uh he you can see and feel the difference when he is on the ball or when he is on the pitch. You can always sense that something is bound to happen. Um uh, with, with with him and yeah, I think he's he's mostly been the differential. Uh we scored we have scored four goals uh, since oh, in the last uh six to seven months and he's been involved in two he won the penalty against against ghana and then he scored one against against mozambique so yeah he's he's the differential and,
0: and in terms of maybe a young player or somebody a player that's unknown that can maybe explode and become known on the continent in africa or around the world who do you think that player can be for angola
1: uh well we all know it's impossible not to not to
0: talk about Zito here
1: um uh, we all know, but I think we all know Zito so I'm gonna I'm gonna put on uh, Hold let's
0: have one word about Zito and then then give me somebody else yeah. I just wanted yeah. to ask you because when I was watching him you know at the under 17 in Tanzania because I've been following him for a few years now I included him mm-hmm. in the the next gen list for the Guardian as like one of the most talented 60 players in, in the world and yeah. uh because I had watched him in Tanzania at the under17 Afcon he was mostly on the wing. And yeah. this year with Cagliari, when I see formations, I see him sometimes as a striker, yeah? Is he growing yeah. into that role? Do you think that's something that he can do? Or or would you prefer he stays um, on the wing?
1: For someone that's watched him in his Primero de goes days, it, it is very surprising that he he turned out to be that kind of player. Uh, I think that's something that will not... I don't think it's, it's something that he will... Uh, become effect, effectively I think he's mostly been used as a as a wide threat or as an in-behind threat but not as um, number nine effectively someone that can hold off players and play with his back to goal w- with the with with the consistency that a, non- a number nine in Europe demands but I think I, I think I see him mostly as a as a as a as a wide player Definitely, as a white as a white threat, as a white forward, something a bit more, uh, let's say, reminiscing of Salah at the moment. Uh, yeah, I think he can be something something like that, and he has the the potential and, and skill set to do
0: that. Okay, so who's the other name you wanted to give me? Since we all know Zito. Uh, yeah,
1: the other name is Milson. The other name is Milson. He plays for uh, Maccabi in uh, occupied Palestine, uh, and. Um, yeah, I think he 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 can he can he can prove to be the difference as well. He he, I I hope to see him play, uh, off the left. You you'll probably see him play off the left, but he can also play on the right side. Uh, he's a very very silky dribbler. He's a he has a very good first touch, and very good very creative as well. I think you, you hopefully. Hopefully, he can be the entertainer
0: for this yeah, for this you team. Make him sound good. I'm excited day. to watch him. <laughs> yeah. No, but Angola, really—that's what I really admire about the, the the. I mean, some of the young players. I think I hopefully you know now they're twenty 21, 20. I just want to see how they're going to develop in the next three, four, or five years, and hopefully we can see them, you know, at a consistently high level in the future. That—that's my hope, anyways. At least, um, let's finish the. Let's wrap it up. Let's finish with. Uh-huh. Uh, that question that I've been asking everybody: What would be considered a good tournament for Angolan fans? What would wow. be considered a bad tournament for Angolan fans? <laughs> uh, I think the bad tournament is the is the easiest
1: question. Obviously, I mean we have, in general, we have very low expectations. Uh, the coverage of the national team has been uh very low there has been very little buzz around the the national team and when there is buzz it is most likely to be bad news uh that but i believe that there is um belief in, in the players at least in the talent that we have available that we uh and at least to me uh based on the on these on the talent available uh we can um we 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 are able to to at least go through go through to to the knockout stages it, it would be the the first time since to, 2010 since we hosted the tournament uh and it would just be great in in general
0: it would get so i think round of 16 more. would be a, a positive yeah. result yeah good yeah. especially 16. like we say like getting those young players some of that experience and and yeah, the results to build absolutely. on yeah absolutely Rico, man, I really appreciate it. That was very, very insightful. I think that was one of the most insightful ones we did so far, so, so really thank you for your time and for the for the insight. Um, for those of you that do want to follow him, he doesn't just do Angolan football, So also does uh, other Portuguese-speaking countries in Africa, uh, Guinea-Bissau, I believe, Cabo Verde, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So, uh, and I think general football as well. So I, I highly, highly recommend you follow him and be putting his profile in the description below. Thank you one more time and keep it locked as we continue to speak to uh, 24 writers from 24 different countries at the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations. Thank you and peace.